0: Egyptian, the like, especially the great, the Great Pyramid, um, was actually a renovation project because the pyramids that came after the Great Pyramid were not built as well and crumbled. They're like KB homes. So <laughs> seriously, so it was like his his opinion is that that the who was it that was. That's attributed to the Great Pyramid. Um, Khufu? Khufu. Khufu. So his, his opinion is that Khufu had a renovation project on, on, that, on the Great Pyramid. No, and so the, his opinion is the Great Pyramids are way older. But Egyptologists won't.
1: won't you call your contractor. They won't agree right. with
0: that they, because they have, their, they have their view of are
1: history we, and the way it is. Are we live? Motherfucker, keep on doing this shit to me. He said. He did uh, say asshole. it. Asshole. He did say it. And uh, we're we're recording too. Apparently.
0: yeah.
1: Okay. Well. Fuck. Well. Then the goal. Shit. Yeah. 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 You're gonna have to hand that to me afterwards, man. Alright. Sure. You know. See, Joe's pointing at you. Give me. It's in the front. Mm -hmm. Ah, Welcome
0: Welcome to Keepers of the Word, we are an esoteric study group of Freemasons whose purpose is of sharing knowledge of mystery schools and debunking misconceptions about Freemasonry. You're here with Mike and Ron.
1: Any of the opinions expressed on Keepers of the Word do not reflect the opinions of other organizations or Masonic lodges. Um, So today's topic, we're going to cover two things. One is MasonicCon, which happened this past weekend um, at South Pasadena. Um, let's see here. Nope, oh, my bad. Sorry, here you yeah. have that. One. <laughs> All, right. All right. So they had they had badass keynote speakers, dude. Like the who's who of Masonic speakers or Mastar-
0: Masonic historians. Historians, yeah. okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Here, um, you had. Arturo de Hoyos, Adam Kendall, Joseph Wages, Robert Johnson. And that's just a few of them. There was probably about seven or eight more, yeah. right? And the whole weekend you had just all day, there was somebody to go listen to, which if you've ever been to their illumination lectures, it was like an illumination lecture on steroids. It was just constant things to do. They put on a really good show. If you didn't go to Masonic Con, you missed out. It was awesome. I'm hoping that they do another one next year because it was it was really worth it and it was fun and even the festive board I mean oh that was a blast. Mamilo <laughs> that that was hilarious. Yeah, that was, that was fun. I mean, you know from from what I could take away from from that is these guys can put on a really badass production and give you your money's worth. For sure. Yeah. So out of all the Speak with you, obviously, were, were there a little longer than I was. What, um, what, who was your favorite speaker? What was your favorite point in all oh, of Masonico?
0: You know, I only caught the tail end of um, the speaker when you guys showed up on Saturday at the very, very end of his. I caught a little bit more than you guys did. Adam Kendall, um, no, before Kendall, oh, okay. um, I forgot what his name was, but he did, uh. He did a talk on the hero's journey and that was uh that really, really interested me. Um all I mean, all of them did. Kendall's talk, DeWoyo's talk, they were all really, really good speakers.
1: And you know, I I, I do look up to these guys because they've they've kind of paved paved the way when it comes to information and knowledge. They are they're already putting bookmark, bookmarks here. And pointing you in directions that you would normally have to jump through hoops just to get to, and they're saying, okay, just go here and go here, and you'll get your information, and it's it's valid. And I think one of the one of the things that they were pointing out is validity and uh, making sure that whatever information that you're writing or you're putting out, you know, you're able to reference or you're able to get good reference to. Um, I think that's important in general in in anything that you do, especially in, in masonry that. You know, whatever you're researching, make sure that you're finding out that it's coming from a reliable source. And that's one thing I took away from this weekend. Uh, and I believe uh, it was Arturo de Hoyos that was uh, talking about that. And uh, I think it was Adam Kendall or yeah. Joseph Wages that was.
0: Yeah, all three of were, them. They were
1: all there on a panel and they were talking about that. And then you had RJ. Um, being the moderator and it it was really really good so i don't you know if you missed out you know what there's I, hopefully there's next year there's another one, and I highly recommend this it's it was it was a really good time especially that, like for and for me I had a good time at the fest i have good time at festive boards that's just yeah I, I mean
0: the <laughs> the <laughs> it was it was a good time um all the pop culture references and they they tied it in. Masonic Con it was their concept of of doing a a convention um, masonry related and with there being you know Comic Con this weekend it was kind of like the weekend before Comic Con so it was their way of dealing with pop culture stuff the festive board was around pop culture Um, we did seven traditional toasts but we toasted brothers in masonry that have had an impact on pop culture so um don rickles um bob dylan richard Pryor. Pryor, um i forgot the others but uh yeah so that was a great time and then the vendors that they had
1: there um you know we had we we well obviously right here you have masonic revival um he was kind enough to, to donate some ties. Um, beautiful work. Brother Edgar Edgar Alejandro, um, go to MasonicRevival.com. And you'll be able to check out all the stuff that he's got. He had, like, three large tables filled with ties, bow ties, hats, and a bunch of other things. And it's really good quality stuff. Absolutely. And it's, you know, brothers made it. This isn't the stuff that you see on Facebook where you have some janky website or guy trying to sell you crap made in China cheap, or freaking Chinese Bangladesh. Made. Yeah. So, you know, one thing I, I like to always tell our viewers is support actual brothers doing business. You know, there's a lot of businesses out there that are, that are just putting out shit just to make a buck and I get it. you know, you want to save a buck, whatever, but I'd rather support a brother who's got quality stuff, who knows the craft and Really put some nice things behind, you know, nice thoughts behind his design, and you know, you see that in Masonic revival, uh, you see that in you know what is that Ascended Master's clothing, uh, you see that in a bunch of you know, bunch of works out there where where brothers are put in, like uh, Fossil Bluff. If you ever check out his metal work, dude, it's amazing. His stuff, dude, like he's got he, he'll make uh, plaques with a square and compass. He'll make he'll make anything out of metal with with uh that's masonic related and you know things like that i'd rather pay the extra 15 bucks just to have something that is high quality high quality made, made by, by a brother yeah. and at least that dude understands what the square and compass is where you see a lot of these companies they don't they they're just there to make a buck they know that there's a niche and they're just capitalizing on the niche yeah. so you know check out masonic revival make sure you you give him a follow as well he's on Instagram. Um, and, and check out his stuff man he's got some really cool stuff we also we also ran into Johnny Royal which we is did. dope man like every time I see see that cat Johnny just nothing but love dude and it's great because he's like what's up and, and you're, you know <laughs> you start talking about his movie and illuminateds coming out on the 30th um, and that is about the Illuminati the real the real the deal real behind story it. so if you get a chance to check it out or order his movie, I believe they're already pre ordering. You know, I think yeah. it's PraetoriumFilms.com. Yeah. Can we look that up? Was, uh, to make sure that I get it right. I don't wanna not get it right. Um, Praetorium, I think it's Praetoriumfilms.com. You could order it there.
0: I believe also illuminated. Illuminated. Illuminated his website. Illuminated I movie think or so. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. I'll check it out while we're talking yeah, there. Buddy. Check that out. Yeah, I'll check it out.
1: So, you know uh, support Johnny Royal. So he puts a lot of work into his movies, and it's a it's a good information. It's good information that we need to know in you know in general as as Masons and those as non-Masons, so that way we could dispel this bullshit that is out there about the Illuminati. Because uh, we get it every day. Every day, there's somebody asking to join. Illuminatedmovie.com. Yep. Illuminatedmovie.com. There you go. So yep. check that out. And DVD
0: pre-order is yeah. on, the,
1: you is could, on you that. You could order that. You order your DVD right now. Um, and he also has thirty-three and beyond on there, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the movie pre- previous to this one, mm-hmm. which is also great. Um, other than that, I think we
0: got that, to see we got to see Jason Wilson's yeah. uh, project, Jason uh, Wilson, uh, Sacred Steel.
1: With his cool shirt. Damn, it feels good to be a mason. Thank you very much. Um, that and gen- that that story, like, if you haven't seen Sacred Steel, um, I don't know if you could you could still check it out. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 really it was really it was really cool seeing the, you know the work that he had to put in. It's it's
0: a real American dream story. You know, here's a bunch of guys that are brothers in in the motorcycle community and are building bikes and are building pieces of art that are just beautiful works of art and, you know, really just trying to create something and create their vision of, of what these choppers are and what art is and what life can be like if you live it every single day. So, you know, it's definitely an American dream story. So
1: Yeah, and this one, one of those things where, you know, it's, the way he explained it, was I worked my nine-to-five. After the nine-to-five, I had to go put in another six to six, seven hours right. at the shop building with my friends. Now, just, you know, business in general isn't easy to have your own business. It's, it's a lot of work, but when you do it with friends, it makes it that much easier. It's fun. Um, you learn You end up being the shit out of each other every once in a while. (laughs) It's just one of those things, you know. It's it's you know follow your dreams, man, because why not? You only live once. Yep. Right. For sure. Fuck. So yeah. um, Now we will talk about the ruffians, and just I just so happen to have the president of the ruffians with me, Mister Ron Duncan.
0: Thank you. Thank you
1: very much. Um, I remember my first experience here at this lodge. I I messaged uh, online. I went to the, our, our whack-ass website that we had back then. <laughs> and I, I submitted a question, hey, when can I go down there and, you know, learn, right? So I believe it was Matt Stevens who got back to me. Okay. And he's like, yeah, come down on this day. We're having a social night. I just come through. But he didn't tell me, like, it's casual. So I put on a suit, figured, you know what, this is, you know, this is what Freemasonry is about, because it was what I thought in my head. So I get here, and I see this guy, just like this, <laughs> and right there at the, at the bar. And I'm like, did I walk into the right place? And everybody else was real chill, you know, in and jeans and T-shirts. I'm like, all right, cool, fuck it, yeah, I'll, I'll take this. So it was a good experience the first time we, I sat down. It was like one of the first Masons I ever met here. And look what we're doing now. Here we go. Yeah. So tell me, how did the ruffians start?
0: Well, the Ruffians started um, about seven years ago. There was a group of uh, group of our club that rode with um, FMRC, which is Freemason Riding Club. It's another motorcycle-related um, Masonic club. And these guys were, they just kind of really weren't digging the vibe that FMRC had, and it wasn't anything personal. It was just that... They wanted something of their own they wanted something that was um, just more aligned with motorcycle culture um, with an MC motorcycle club um, versus a riding club and the difference with that most of the time in a riding club it's a it's a patch that you buy and then these people will get together on occasion and ride and so they all wear the same patch you know you have like Harley Owners Group, The Hog, and you've got a bunch of other places. Uh, there's a place out in, in Anaheim called Lifestyle Cycle, and they have a riding club out there. And, and it's, it's, it's great fellowship and hanging out and all that, but it's not, um, it's not protocol for Motorcycle Club. Motorcycle Club Protocol has, um, first of all, they have officers, you know, president, vice president, uh, usually, secretary, treasurer, and and sergeant at arms, um, they have meetings, which is known as church, on a monthly basis, and then they have a prospecting period in order to become part of the club. Um, that is that is in a motorcycle club protocol. So, th- these guys wanted to do something more along that line to have, you know. Not only the Masonic ties to it, but a real, true motorcycle club atmosphere to the club. So they just, they sat down and they, they hashed it all out. And there was uh, seven guys in the beginning. And it was the founding seven. Um, of which the founding seven, we've had one brother that passed away. Um, he had cancer. And uh, he lost his fight with the cancer. Um, We had one brother that moved away and moved moved out of the state and away from the club, so he left. And then we have another brother that is still part of the club, but he moved out of the state as well. So here within the within our club, we still have four of the original founding seven. I was uh, fortunate enough to be the very first prospect for the club, so i was the I was the first member that wasn't part of the founding seven. The founding seven. All chose their road names and uh, chose the club name and the colors and everything that you see here. Um, I got to process, I got the opportunity to prospect, be the first prospect for the club. So
1: they chose my name, they chose your name. So yep. they, they, that's something that's given to you. That is correct. Okay, so um, what year was that founded?
0: Um, it's been about seven years now, so I want to say like 2012, somewhere around 2012 oh, okay. is when they founded. And um, so aside from having the motorcycle protocol, um, they wanted to spread masonry, and then also another goal was to create a scholarship fund for Masonic youth. So that's, aside from having the club, riding as as friends and brothers, um, the... And Spreading Masonry, also the scholarship that we offer once once a year, we do a, um, a scholarship for the local. I think we're up to, we, we kind of keep expanding it a little bit, so we're up to like North Los Angeles County, um, Orange County, a little bit of Inland Empire, um, and then also part of uh, Northern San Diego County as well, that we extend the any masonic youth that is either a senior in high school getting ready to go to college or trade school or a first year college or trade school um, masonic youth, so they have to have they have to have that connection. They have to have um, a letter of recommendation from their you know their organization's um, adult in charge, whether it be the Bethel Guardian or the chapter dad or whatever. And make sure that they're active within their organization and then they can put in a, a you know we have a, a having a brain cramp they have to write a story oh, okay. essay. <laughs> essay so it's an essay contest and so they'll submit essays and then we choose an essay from the submissions and once we have that winner then we go and make a presentation of the scholarship and so far it's been i think 5 5 year 5 or 6 years 6 years now that they've done a $500 scholarship for masonic youth so and our goal is to continue to do that and hopefully we're we're pushing towards being able to do um either larger scholarships or possibly one scholarship for each one of the masonic youth so Job's Daughters, Rainbow Girls, D. Malay.
1: Why did you join uh, the Ruffians over all the other groups?
0: Well, when I very first met these guys, um, there was a brother that was a member of our lodge here named Mustafa Reese Moose. Um, and Moose was uh, Moose was a good friend of mine. Uh, he was a brother here, and he was friends with, with the guys in the club. And... Um, a moose, um, unfortunately, he was built like a moose. He was like six foot and 350, 400 pounds. He was a real, real large guy, and and it was really sad that he um, had a heart attack and uh, passed away. So it was, um, since he was a member here, we were dealing with the Masonic funeral. Um, Sean, our one of the brothers here, our secretary, was going to perform the the f- Masonic funeral service and so I went to the service and that's when I first met these guys so I see all these you know bikers that are masons and I introduced myself to them and I had I had just gotten a bike myself so I was um I had I had been on two wheels many years ago when my daughter was young and um Wound up selling that bike and not having a bike for many years, and it was one of those things where I wanted to get back on two wheels again. I wanted to be riding, so I got a bike. And when I met these guys at um, at Moose's funeral, um, there was another there was another club that was there that um, the guy was talking to me, and then I was talking with with the ruffians, and I was, you know, looking at options and seeing what what each one of the clubs was about. And I think that I just really connected with the brothers within the ruffians. I, 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 you know, they were my people. They were, they were my tribe. Um, it made sense. And so I asked them if I could prospect.
1: Cool. In your opinion, do you feel the fraternity in general still holds an unfavorable opinion on Masonic motorcycle clubs and brother sporting cuts in lodge?
0: Um, I get a mix of it, you know. I see. Um, I, I think that I'm pretty fortunate here at my lodge that um, people are really, really understanding about it. Um, I've traveled to other lodges where they also have brothers that ride or old, old bikers. You know, there's there was a guy that I met at my um, when I had my dad's memorial up at um, Turlock Lodge. That was this guy was you know, new Sonny Barger who was the, the founder of Hells Angels. He knew him from, you know, many, many years ago. This guy was probably in his 70s, and, and he had been a biker and a bike builder, and, and I told him, you know, I wanted to build. I wanted, I'm i interested in doing a build project, and he's like, man, if you just here, here's my number. Give me a call, whatever. You know, I'll help you out with whatever you need help out with, and I was like, that was really cool, and so, you know, it's it's nice to have that sometimes, Sometimes I see the opposite, you know. Sometimes I see the 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 stairs or the scowls or whatever, and you know, it is what it is. It doesn't bother yeah. me.
1: I remember there was an experience where I forget where I was, but I was at another lodge, and um, we were talking about Masonic clubs, motorcycle clubs, and they brought up the ruffians. Oh yeah, the ruffians. You know, they're, yeah, they're pretty tough. And I'm listening to them like, okay. And they they're making it sound like that you guys were one percenters, you know, and it was it was it was, it was funny because I'm I'm sitting there like, okay, and this dude's losing his this dude's like telling me he's 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 freaking out. He he knows some ruffians, and he's like, yeah, they're they're kind of they're kind of wild, and I'm like, bro, I I know a couple of them. They're, they're cool, but you like, know, clearly you don't know yeah, the same guys. Don't know I know those guys right? I know. Uh, <laughs> shit, because they're not out there doing one percenter shit and you know for the audience that doesn't know what the one percenter versus you know the rest of the bike clubs what what can you shed some light on that
0: uh one percenters are the um are essentially the the outlaw motorcycle clubs um they are basically the one percent of the motorcycle community that are you know they're the ones that are Generally involved in illegal activity. The gangsters, you know. you talk about the certain club. I'm not even going to say any names, so you know. I get pe- you. People know.
1: Like I, today, I just found out that Jesse the Body Ventura was a Mongol dude. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? For real? <laughs> like, I didn't even know that. And that dude was supposed to try to run for president. Can you imagine? You, they would have brought all that shit up. Yeah, he was sergeant of arms, dude. Wow. Jesse the Body Ventura, dude. Wow. <laughs> And he was a Navy SEAL, so that has got a lot of a lot of titles under him, yeah, which sure. is cool, you know. But um, getting back to your position as being president, how does this position relate to being a master of the lodge? As, since you were a past master, um, is it easier, more difficult, or entirely different, completely different experience?
0: Um, some of the experience is very similar. I mean, you know, you're you're leading a group of of brothers that have elected you and put you in charge and trust you and and sometimes there's things that you have to deal with just like in lodge that there's things that you have to deal with that come up you know whatever anything from trying to figure out okay let's do another fundraiser how are we going to do this what are we going to do to you know Somebody's feelings got hurt, and you have to deal with that. You know, it it's, 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 has a lot of similarities to being master, um, and, and yet it, it's a little bit different because um, within our bylaws, we've actually made it so that um, the president will remain president unless one of two things, either the president... Uh, vacates the office or if there is a vote of no confidence amongst the club so if if the club all of a sudden decided prez not doing his job you know we we don't feel like that he should be in charge anymore then they could have a vote of no confidence and i've i've been fortunate to be president for you know about three years three and a half years now so the guys continue to have confidence in me and allow me to run this club
1: as they should uh, does Freemasonry need to catch up and get more involved with groups like BACA, Bikers Against Child Abuse, if not start their own branch of it? Um, I guess this question is reaching out to uh, charitable organizations, which you guys do. You guys, you guys do a lot of like toy runs and you know, you're raising money for, for kids to go to college. Um, do you feel that the craft itself Needs to step up its game in that manner, or do you feel the craft is doing its own thing in a different way?
0: I think that um, you know the craft. The craft definitely has things like the um, you know within the shrine they have the they have a motorcycle club within the shrine that are the, is the patrol shrine patrol, and um, so there's definitely the certain things that the craft is doing to try to promote things that people are interested in. Um, And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But if someone has an idea to create a Masonic club, which is essentially what we are, we are a Masonic club, so we have a Masonic affiliation requirement. You have to be a Master Mason to be a full patch. We do take prospects that are EAs and fellow crafts, um, but in order to be a full pouch, you have to be a master mason. So um, the the Masonic clubs, I think a lot of time are definitely driven by people's wants, needs, and desires for their version of charity. what the Brotherhood is and what the charity is, you know. So yeah. um, I think it's a lot more organic when something like the Ruffians that was born – out of its own purposes and continues to promote masonry and, and do things like the scholarship fund and, and do toy runs and go to the, the, uh, the Shriners hospital and, and all of that stuff. I I think it's a lot more organic when it can just kind of just happen. Born, you know, kind of like keepers,
1: you know, just happens, just manifests. (laughs) So, um, Getting back to uh, how does one join the ruffians and what type of motorcycle do you need in order to join that group?
0: Okay. So our requirements for motorcycles are a cruiser style motorcycle that is at least 500 cc's, which is a pretty standard um, with, within the motorcycle club culture world. Um, we looked at a lot of bylaws when we wrote our own bylaws, and and that was a pretty pretty standard requirement. Um, we we chose the the cruiser style so that that way we would have a an identity that was very specific and alike, so that we don't you know we don't have any it doesn't matter if you have an if you have an import cruiser or an american cruiser you know we've as got as long as it's a cruiser as long as it's a cruiser we've got guys with hondas we've had a a guy with a triumph before we have a lot of harleys we've got several victories now um but it's got to be a cruiser and um at least 500 cc's and and part of that is is about keeping up i mean most smaller cc bikes you know anything that's that's a 250 or something smaller. Usually just can't keep up. And we go on a, a lot of runs, a lot of freeway. Um, and, you know, so they wouldn't be able to keep up. And so that's kind of the purpose for that. And basically, you just you just contact us and let us know that you're interested. And you come and meet us and we meet you. And, and it's a matter of, you know, the same way that you join a lodge that as soon as you go and you realize – these are my people you know this is my mm. tribe these are the kind of people that I'm comfortable with I want to hang out with and I feel good about it or you don't you know and, and sometimes it happens the other way you know we've had guys that came and said that they had interests and we were just like we just didn't we didn't feel like they were the same type of you know cut from the same cloth mm. if you will you know so we we're like man nah, no it's not and not we're we don't think it's going to be a good fit type of thing, but once you once you come and check us out and figure out it's a good fit and we figure out it's a good fit, you can ask for a um, an application to prospect, and uh, the club votes on the prospect, and if we vote the prospect in, then they start wearing a prospect cut, and they're a prospect for at least a year. Um.
1: Do they have to be master masons
0: um, in order to petition they don't have to be so you can be a prospect as a f- entered apprentice or a fellow craft in but fact you have
1: to be at least first degree
0: at least um, you have to be a mason you have to at least be first degree and we've been very fortunate that we've had um, we've had two or three guys that um, had interest in the club and actually wound up petitioning lodges. And joining masonry in order to become part of our club, so it not only promoted our club, but it promoted masonry in general. So, um, you know, that was good.
1: So, where do you see the the MC in the next, say, ten years?
0: You know, that's really it's really tough to say. I've I've kind of, I guess, what I talk about within the club all the time is that, you know, I'm, I'm proud to be part of this club and I'm sure the club is very, is different now than it was seven years ago when they got started. But my, the statement that I usually make is that as long, whenever you have a vision for something and you create a, you know, this, this entity it's kind of like having a kid you know so you're you're giving birth to this this kid and and you have a lot of vision for it and and yet it's going to grow up and become a teenager and be a pain in the ass and and want to do its own thing and have its own vision of where it should go and as long as as long as the organization is growing in a positive way that is is being successful with the visions that you had for it even if it's not exactly the way that you had envisioned it happening, you just got to roll with it and you got to let it, you got to, you got to let it flow. Exactly. And, and, and honestly, I think within 10 years, I'd like to see this thing continuing to flow. We, you know, we're a slow growing club. We have less than 20 members total, but we've got guys that are all, like I said, cut from the same fabric. Um, and it's, one of those quality over quantity situations. Um, We've got all really good guys within our club and I'd like to see the club continue to grow at that same way, you know, it's, and, and I think that within the next 10 years, we will see that we'll see guys continue. We'll see the club growing at the pace that it needs to grow at and, and continuing to do the things that we do. And, and giving away more money for scholarships you know we've got some we've uh, we're working on uh, getting uh, getting nonprofit status right now so that way we can do some good some good big raffles we're looking the future within the next as once we get our our status finalized we'd like to do like some type of a a, a bike giveaway you know so if we can go talk to a local dealership and figure out how to Get a really good deal on a bike or get it, a bike donated so that we can do a, a really nice fundraiser and come up with some good money for, for a scholarship. And that would be, I would say, if anything, that would be my goal is to see our scholarship go from 500 to 5,000 to 10,000, you know, just see great. it continuing to grow yeah. and, and promoting the youth of Masonry.
1: So, if anybody's listening that is involved with Harley Davidson or Victory or, you know, any company that can donate a bike, brand new. Um, hit us up, DM us, let us know. We would like to help them out. Um, where, where do where do we go if, like, say I was interested and I'm like, you know, I, I need to get a, a hold of the Ruffians. Is there a website or is there, like, the Facebook page? Or how does one knock on your door?
0: Yeah, we've got um, both the website, which is ruffiansmotorcycleclub.com. Um, you can get information from us there. We've got some of our things that we do for our for that we're raising money for scholarship we have our our um, challenge coins we've got some support t-shirts and stickers and some some whiskey glasses and we've had shot glasses i don't know if they're still on the website or not but also we have the facebook page um ruffians just look up ruffians mc um, ruffians mc ruffians motorcycle club you would be able to find, find us find on there. facebook somebody
1: just you know, hit you up there yep hey, let's meet up all right cool um so let's, let's talk more, let's talk about stuff that we got going on. So we got Esoteric Con coming on the 7th, September 7th. Um, we're looking for vendors. If you want to be a vendor, DM us or hit up James, james at keepers of the uh, Right now we have a good amount of vendors. We would like it to be a, a village of vendors. That's what we're aiming for. So that way if somebody comes, they have lecturers to come see, and they have vendors to go shop around and talk with and you know have this experience where you're able to ask questions and maybe there's certain areas in the occult esoteric world that you wanted to you wanted to explore. This would be the place to do it. I think it's 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 gonna be something where you're gonna have everything under one roof and it, it'll be It'll be a, a nice thing to put together when it, when it comes together. Um, if you need any more information, go to keepersoftheword.net. dot um, net. You can buy your tickets there. Right now, they're on sale. They're seven bucks. We're gonna run that till the end of the week. After that, they're gonna go up. I'm not gonna tell you how much they're gonna go up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you you either get them now at seven bucks, or you you pay more because at the door they're gonna be a lot more. So. You, we, wanna, we want you to, to purchase your tickets now at keepersoftheword.net. Uh, we have Lon Milo Duquette. We got Daniel Alexa. We hey, got Mary um, uh, Kamer. Mary Kamer. Um, the SoCal Research Lodge. We have Jarrell. Uh, uh, who else do we Sire? have? Siren of the Order of Lightning. Um,
0: those are going to be speakers. Those are
1: speakers. And then we have our very own James Bracero, who's going to be talking about Enoch. I'm not sure where he's going to go down with that, but that would be a really good good. lecture. Each one of these lectures is going to be about 45 minutes. They're going to be held in in an adjacent room. We're going to have another room, which is specifically for the vendors, and we're going to make it an experience. Um, what what, What I'm envisioning is a big community coming together from all different cultures, walks of life, and just sharing information and selling and bringing all of their stuff in. Uh, that's what I see and hopefully we could manifest that you know with good vibes and positive energy
0: and and whether people are beginning a spiritual journey someplace in the middle or maybe masters or myth masters at their journey. um there's probably going to be something for all of those people, and for seven bucks, if you buy these yeah. pre-sale tickets, seven I mean, dollars. you're going to get the seven dollars will allow you to see all the speakers and will allow you to interact with all of the vendors. So, yeah,
1: so um, I look forward to that. We got a lot of work to do. Um, seeing, you know, what what Masonic Con was, yeah, uh, wow, we we got some big feel, shoes to fill for sure. It's different. So it's yeah. a little different, but it's you know we need to create the experience yeah and we'll start from it starts at 11 ends at seven you'll have all day to you know check out all the different vendors and you know talk to people um we have points of light coming we have socal research lodge which has a whole bunch of books you know a bunch of cool stuff um we have uh daniel alexa who's a hypnotherapist and life coach uh we have we have a good amount i believe sterling he just purchased his uh he just got his booth. Get a booth. Awesome. Yeah, so you have, you know, Sterling, uh, Sir, what was his name? Sterling, Sterling Knight. Sterling Knight. There you go. Um, expert in Nordic mythology. Or, yeah, Nordic mythology, the Futhark, um,
0: and runes. And runes. So yeah.
1: you definitely want to talk to that guy. Like I, I wanted to keep him here, and and just kidnap him and talk to him for like <laughs> the whole night when he was here when he did it our last episode because he was yeah. just a wealth of knowledge yeah. and I think there's going to be a lot of people like that last week I had the 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 uh, honor of of meeting uh Rhapsody of Points of Light and it's a trip because when I went when I went over there and and James makes it sound like you know just just go in there, go calm. He like, Prepares <laughs> you to walk in there. And I'm like, whoa, bro. You know, uh, you're going
0: okay. you're going to meet the Oracle. Mind your mind Mind your p's and q's, yeah. and don't don't do this. Don't talk don't look, out of. Don't look her in the <laughs> eye. Like you just made it all scary. And I'm like, no,
1: bro. I walked in there, said hi to Rhapsody. And, I, and before I got there, I was feeling a type of way. I was going through some shit. When I walked in there, it was like it's just started to dissipate. When I went and shook Rhapsody's hand, it changed. There was something that changed. And then when I when I finally we, we were talking and we're you know I bought some things there, I got some incenses, I got some stones, and when I said goodbye, the the everything was changing in me. Mm. And when I walked out, I was there was a complete transmutation on how I was feeling. So, you know, those are the type of people you're gonna meet here. You're gonna meet people who, who are just Masters in what they do, and the energy is very, very good. So, you know, get your tickets now. Seven bucks till I believe Sunday. If you don't do it, well, I don't know what to tell you, man, but the price is going to go up and you're going to have to pay a little bit more. So, that's where we're at with Esotericon. Also, keepersoftheword.net. We have product there. We have shirts, we have hats, we have merchandise. Uh, and I want to apologize to, to uh, Mario Sarenko who purchased something and that was on back order, and I, and it just got sh- shipped out like a couple days ago. So thank you very much for your patience. Uh, unfortunately, like Appreciate when you it. have things like that, where you're, you're, you're selling online, you know, your distributors sometimes get pushed back a little and it's just life, dude, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, but thank you again for, for your patience. Um, this weekend, this Sunday, we have our chili cookoff here yeah. at L.A. Harbor Lodge. I believe it's fifteen dollars to get in. Um, I don't know how much it is to register as. a...
0: Doesn't you know, cost anything company. if you want to. If you want to put in an entry for the chili contest, it doesn't cost anything.
1: You have to get a hold of Cindy Baker, right? Correct. Okay. So uh, send us a DM. We can get DM, you that, we'll info get that info if you're. If, if you, you, you want, and, and we'll get you to Cindy. Um, so the whole chili cook off experience is there's there's a bunch of people making different types of chili and i remember that one time bassman made that bear chili oh man that It was, was bear yeah i never ate bear before yeah i think
0: he had three different unique meats in it yeah, like bear, bear venison elk and, and something
1: venison. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah and and it was it, it was, wasn't it was, bad it was awesome it was, <laughs> it was it was it wasn't gamey it, it wasn't was good yeah and you know i still think like for me my wife makes the best fucking chili ever dude like that she she does her little magic and it's it's probably the best chili i've ever had i wanted her to enter again this year but she's you know she's working that day so Mm. we're kind of fucked right there but one day i'm gonna have her make a big batch for either a social night or something and we'll grub it here you know because it's bomb um make sure you guys check that out what's up joe nothing oh sorry we're good what? <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Brad Pitt from Snatch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> quick, a quick, a fat fuck. You like Dex? I'm just fucking winging it now, bro. Oh. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, we covered Masonic Con we have the chili cook-off going on this weekend. Um, Scottish, right. I don't think we could say much about that, but just know that that's a path that, uh, some of us are, some of us are going to be down, go down. So in the future, you will see keepers of the word, uh, joining the Scottish right, um, here in Long Beach at the Valley of Long Beach. And, um, there's some cool things that are going to be happening with that. Stay tuned. Yep. And then we had somebody on. On um, here's here's a good topic. Here's something that, that I'd like to cover because okay. I feel we're, we're in we're in position to do it. Um, some guy was talking, and I see this a lot in different lodges. Man, I wish there was guys like you guys here to talk about the esoterics. Okay, well, I think that that might be a possibility in the future because. We might be able to reach out and help out in, in that shape or, or or in a way. We haven't formulated yet, but let's just say you're at a lodge. You wanted a little more. There's a couple dudes there that think the same way you think. Why don't you get on your own shit and just do it like what we did? Like You know, like give us a call. Let's talk and let's figure it out.
0: Yeah. We may have some. We may have some uh, some things coming down the pipes too, as far as club wise goes, and maybe ways to help promote that with other lodges. We'll uh, we'll talk about that as it develops.
1: Yeah, I think uh, for us, Masonic education or esoteric education is key to this fraternity growing. Um, I feel that a lot of people were just put, or a lot of people in the past just pushed it to the side. And just focused on the brotherhood, which is cool, and great, but you're forgetting the foundation. And the foundation is what really holds it all together.
0: Yep, need need food.
1: You need it. Need and food. We're really we're ready to bring it, and um, it's coming. So those of you who are in lodges spread out throughout the United States or maybe abroad, we don't know. Um, we'll be able to help you out. DM us. And we'll, we'll figure, we're going to figure out something where we can reach out or maybe have other chapters of Keepers of the Word. Potentially. Yeah, potentially. Potent- we're not saying it yet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're in the works because I, I, I hate seeing that. I don't like it. I, like, these guys are, are, fuck, you know, I don't have this here. Yeah. And this is what I joined, why I joined. Well, shit. You know, and it's yep. it's
0: it's really cool to hear that there are guys that are petitioning other lodges too that are were drawn to the lodge because they saw our show. You know, we're we're getting feedback on that. Some guys in, I believe, Huntington Beach. Yeah. Uh, definitely guys at Beverly Hills Lodge. Um, people that were interested in our, in what we talked about, and and it got them to go and petition a lodge. So, you know. Plus, of- we have it. Uh, we have it happening here
1: as well. Yeah, we have so. it happening here. It's 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 funny because a lot of people have this misconception of. What masonry is, and I had it myself. I thought it was just a bunch of dudes in suits who got together and and you know drank wine and, and were proper and they talked to each other and like in, in an English accent, you know? and, and that's that was my view of what masonry was. And it's not that and, whatsoever. And yet you
0: wanted to join, really? Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was in a weird place at that time. I
1: just wanted to check it out. I wanted to x that part out of my life, and I came in here, and it was it was more than what I expected. Yeah. It was it was great and and now i get to build i'm building i'm building something with my brothers yeah. together um, we're creating something nice and i'm happy i know everybody else is happy and it's just growing and it's beautiful and i just want to say thank you to all of our viewers our followers for sure thank you for sc- subscribing sharing liking all of it man i, I greatly appreciate it because this is fun true we just hit twenty thousand
0: freaking awesome yeah. man!
1: i know to most pages that's nothing but it was all organic it was hard work yep. and we did not pay for any of it what a
0: year and a half year and a half, and a half?
1: yeah and it's yeah. just consistently growing and i just want to thank everybody you know those who who are constantly reposting our stuff like fire and lux um, um sam hayne Irina crowley uh there's a bunch of people like just helping us out you know reposting our stuff getting getting our audience sharing audiences and you know building our building our reach because i feel you know your reach is everything yep. you know, especially in social media your reach is everything so you know if you get the chance please go to youtube like subscribe share same thing with facebook twitter instagram we have we're on all the channels right now except for snapchat just because that's just different you know and you can't really uh, well you can but it's just a lot of work we're already doing a lot of work so that's that so that's all i have
0: so do we want to talk about july 30
1: 30? july 30th
0: um, mm. illuminated
1: well um we were we were asked to go on the red carpet and cover uh illuminated and interview the the vips that Guests were going. and
0: vips yeah
1: um I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm hoping that everything falls through and you will see us live in Hollywood on the red carpet interviewing people like Johnny Royal um, and and other big name bands, actors, and so on. I would like to get their view of what they're thinking the Illuminati is or the craft in general, and that's what we are there to cover so hopefully this all goes through really well and we're there to do it and it's right now it's looking good so And
0: those tickets are still available yeah. if you want to go to that um to that screening so um like yeah. we said before illuminatedmovie.com um you can get them on there and um it's it's going to be a cool it's cool, thing. cool, cool and, thing and and then we already talked to Johnny and once the debut of the movie comes out we'll be able to get him back on the show again and talk to him about the, the experience about make, making the movie yeah. and the experience so yeah
1: because uh the last time we had him on here he was telling me he was actually showing the holding the documentation of I think Adam Weinshopped um yeah the, the uh the, the founder from Bavaria yeah yeah uh, his the articles of of uh or or the the the, sh- the articles that created that that launch right so fuck i want to hear about that yeah i want to i want to get deep and i know you can't really talk about it right now because right. you know they're getting ready, they're ready for getting the ready release to launch it yeah but best believe afterwards i'm going to hit them up or maybe there we get to talk to them and get that get those answers so yep. i'm looking forward to it um and that's all i have sir so thank you very much thank I you i covered everything if you have any questions or concerns please dm us on either instagram facebook we try to get back to you as quick as possible or visit us at keepersoftheword.net. we have a lot of cool stuff there please check it out and get your tickets for esoteric con because they're seven bucks yep. and sunday they're what gonna go a up, baby and if you don't do it then i going to hear you crying all <laughs> right so thank you very much good night <laughs>